All right. Well, welcome back to the Burley Brew. Of course, you're streaming us on Spotify, and we thank you for joining us, especially those of you who are in Ireland. And I think we've we have five listeners overseas right now. Uh, of course, always the individuals who are right here in Burley County, in the state of North Dakota. I work for NDSU Extension. And I am the family and community wellness agent focusing on healthy habits. And I come to you right here from the capital city of Bismarck. And I am joined with the most exciting guest we've had so far, <laughs> Mike Seminary. And he is, he goes by Sem. He always tells me, call me whatever you want. But I, you know, I do have that military background. I got to stay a little official. And he is going to join us in a nice conversation about unconscious biases that we may have as individuals. And we're gonna promote sort of a reflection of everybody listening today on identifying those. So at least they're, we're knowledgeable. Uh, thank you for being here, Mike. It's my pleasure, Chandra. Thanks for the invitation. It's good to see you. Yes, great. I know that Mike has his own set of podcasts and some amazing guests. Now, where can we tune into your podcast sessions? MikeSeminary.com is probably the easiest place to find it. Thanks for uh, pitching it for me. <laughs> right, sure. So Mike Seminary spelled S-E-M-I-N-A-R-Y. Perfect. So, okay, just to get things rolling here, because this is a short one today, we'll probably keep you for only about six minutes uh, on your commute or wherever you're listening from. But let's talk a little bit about unconscious or implicit biases. Now, when I say that, what comes to mind, Mike? Oh, gosh, actually a wide variety of biases that a lot of people have, they might not even be aware that they have them. And it's probably a function of how they were raised, who their friends are, what they read, what the type of information that they take in. Um, and, and those can create subconsciously opinions about people, activities, and sometimes they're not good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So we're really here to weed out those that are not serving us or, right. you know, our, our family, our friends and what have you. And uh, part of the part of the journey is becoming aware of things. And, you know, I, I bet everybody can think of somebody that they have in their family or maybe that they've worked with that just doesn't see some of the picture that everybody else might be seeing. And I know that's happened to me in my life for sure. And sometimes I act too militant, you know, and I've learned to sort of let that go. I even, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be, you know, a leader and maybe a, a boss in certain circumstances, but sometimes you just got to listen, which I really compliment you on, by the way. Uh, so let's, let's just define it for our listeners here. NDSU Extension has a uh, little publication and it's a two pager and we define it as bias as a tendency to lean in a certain direction, often to the detriment of an open mind. Which, I mean, I like that. I don't know about you, Mike, but it Good. seems pretty open. Yeah. yeah. So those who are biased tend to believe what they want to believe, refusing to take in consideration the other's uh, opinions. Bias also is an inclination toward one way of thinking often we're going to go so far as to say often based on how you were raised. 
So throughout the rest of our conversation, I'll call it my worldview or our worldview. So what you have taken in so far in your life molds your worldview. So I'd go so far as to say, the more you've experienced, the more places you've visited shapes your worldview. Can you think of something that you've done in your life, Mike, that's shaped your worldview? Oh, yeah, I, I could think of a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Maybe the most profound, there was two. One, I served in public policy for the city of Bismarck for 10 years. And you have lots of di different opinions that come to you in a variety of different ways. But maybe the most profound was in the summer of 1970, between my sophomore and junior year in high school, I joined a group called Teen Corps, went to the Appalachian part of the country, me specifically outside of Sparta, Tennessee, and we built daycare centers and community centers uh, part of the summer of 1970. And that was at the height of some of the most extreme racism activities in the history of our country, frankly. And while I was there, we found a way to collaborate and get things done. And, and I, I know there, there were some very difficult things that had happened before I got there and after. But that was a profound experience for me. Here I am. I, I was 15 when I went, 16 when I left. And my worldview changed dramatically as this kid from Fargo, North Dakota, seeing this up close and personal, frankly. Mm. Yeah, that was very, very powerful for me. Absolutely. That's an amazing story. Uh, out of interest for time, I really didn't give Mr. Mike Seminary the uh, introduction that he deserves. And when he says public policy, he was the city of Bismarck's mayor. He was our mayor. And how long were you mayor? Uh, four years and then commissioner for six. Commissioner too. Oh, city commissioner. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Uh, how does one, do they still have teen core? Did you say? No, it, it doesn't exist. Uh, I don't know exactly when it ended, right. uh, but it was a wonderful a group of folks. It was started by a guy by the name of Bob Benedict. Mm -hmm. And all sorts, of, I met all sorts of people from all over the country. There were a number of folks from Bismarck Mandan that went, by the way. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a wonderful experience. Right. So we have about one more minute here. And what I would like to share with you is an opportunity to ask yourself some questions. And to be honest with yourself, nobody will ever know these answers, but sort of reflect upon whether or not you may have a, a, an unconscious bias. And the more that you address it, the, the better that you can become as a person, you know, thriving within your community. So some of those questions here, uh, Mike, are, I believe women are better with children than men. You could say true or false if you believe this. When I'm selecting a doctor or dentist, I try to find a name that sounds American. Interesting. Uh, yeah, some of these can be comical, but some of it is uh, somebody's real, you know, their, their daily life. Uh, here we go. I think people with, who identify with LGBTQ plus are so consumed with being treated as equals, they lose sight of everything else. Mm. I think people who are overweight are lazy, otherwise they would be healthy few questions that you can ask yourself. Uh, so how did you guys, when you were doing this project, get, get to being, you know, to the point where you could work on the same team when you're out in Appalachia? How do you remember what you did? Well, we, well, first of all, we were a bunch of kids that were taking 
uh, out of Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota primarily, put on buses and we traveled down and got to mm. know each other. And then we, we, we were there to accomplish a very specific project. And we just, yeah. up. you know, I'm going to go back to the questions you just asked. Yeah. People should just stop and think about this. This is all about loving each other. And we're all different. We all have different backgrounds. And we all first and foremost have to love one another. It doesn't even mean we have to like each other. It doesn't mean we have to agree. We have to love each other. And if we do that, all of this is going to work itself out. We have to love each other first and respect that somebody might have a different background, a different perspective. They may have different opinions, but still love them. Right. I, that's exactly right. When we were doing your podcast earlier and I thought, you know, just uh, sharing love is the way I wanted to answer one question. I guess I went a different route with it. But I mean, that golden rule thing comes into play. It does. Treat it others does. how you want to be treated. I mean, there's nothing more relevant in any situation. Exactly. So, you know, I, I do encourage if you're listening to think about your reaction to things um, and it doesn't mean necessarily that you can't be committed to your religion. It's just how you're getting along socially with others and, and bring in awareness. And I encourage you to reach out to me at Chandra.Zeman, S-H-A-U-N-D-R-A dot Z-I-E-M-A-N-N at NDSU.edu. And I can send you this self-reflection sort of little quiz that you can take. I wish we had more time today. Thank you, Mr. Seminary, for uh, for joining us. You, you're, I would call you a true friend. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for asking me.